Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome back, everybody, to WFAN's Baseball Insider's Yankees Spring Training Podcast for Tuesday, March 16th. I'm joined right now by a special guest from the Yes Network, the fabulous Jack Curry. Jack, uh, you and I were having a text conversation earlier, so it seems like a good time to talk about this with two weeks of camp left until opening day. The Yankees have a lot of decisions to make, and the good thing for them is they can make these decisions right now. Everybody's still walking around healthy and producing. So let's start with the bench spot because it's kind of interesting. The way we see it, I think there's really only one spot left, but I'm kind of curious how you take it with a backup catcher and Brett Gardner locking down two spots. There are some options here for Aaron Boone, and they revolve around Jay Bruce, Derek Dietrich, Mike Talkman, Tyler Wade, Tyro Estrada. A few different ways they can go. What are your thoughts? I think you can add Jay Bruce to that list of Gardner and a backup catcher, who we believe will be Higashioka as long as this side injury does not become a problem for him. I was talking to Paul O'Neill today, Sweeney, and we were talking about Jay Bruce. And here's a guy who's got 300 career-plus home runs, has come into spring training like a guy who wants to win a job, and looks like the hitter that he has been throughout his career. It's the left-handed pop that the Yankees could use in their lineup. So I think Bruce is on this team, too. So now I'm taking your question, and I'm going <laughs> to one spot. And this is why I texted you today. I was very intrigued by Aaron Boone putting Urshela at shortstop today. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, you and I have covered this team long enough. They're not doing things for show. They're not doing things to, let's see uh, how Rochella can do. And I saw Aaron Boone say, in a pinch. I think this is more than in a pinch. I think this is, can we put him there once a week, twice a week, if we needed to? I think that's the road they're going down. And if they go down that road, Tyler Wade is the guy who loses out. And so now you're talking about, is it Dietrich? Is it Talkman for that final spot? Talkman is out of options. Dietrich brings a lot of versatility, hasn't really hit so far this spring. Again, I know what he's done in his career, but I think Urshela playing shortstop today was more than just something Aaron Boone and the rest of the Yankee staff dreamed up. I think this is, can you go into the season with your starting third baseman also as your backup emergency shortstop? It's funny the way you mentioned that, Jack, and talking about you know, doing something and kind of reading into it is what we're trying to do. And when the Yankees put Brett Gardner in right field for a couple of days, to me, that's pushing Mike Talkman out the door. Because, and I agree with you about Jay Bruce. So if you put Bruce and Gardner on the roster, what does Mike Talkman do that they can't? I don't think a lot. Now, the interesting thing here is, as we talk about Dietrich or Urshela at short and no Tyler Wade, no Mike Talkman, 
we're kind of throwing defense out the window here, and that's already, in my mind, a weakness on this team. We're taking two bench spots that could go to pretty good defenders, and we're pushing them out the door and weakening the defense maybe a little further? That's a, an excellent point by you. This is part of the text exchange. <laughs> and I said to you, great points. And I can't argue that point. I would say I absolutely Wade in, in pre, improves their defense when he comes in. And they would put him at second base, move LeMahieu over to first base, and have Void out of the game. I do think, though, that they are intrigued enough to try this. So I wonder if they're going to go forward with it. Uh, Wade is a guy who can bring you that defense, but Wade did not. He's been limited offensively. I mean, there's really no way around his offensive game. He didn't play a ton last year. And I'm not here to disparage Tyler Wade. I think he's a terrific defensive player. I think he has a ton of speed. I do think that the offensive game has been lacking, and he would say that as well. As far as your Talkman thought and whether or not Gardner uh, pushes him out because he can play some right field, obviously. Yankees really like Mike Talkman. Yes. I don't see them just pulling the plug on Talkman. And when you said where would Talkman fit in, my response would be he doesn't have any options. And the Yankees see all of their players, and some people might not like this, but each guy is an asset yeah. regardless of the position he plays in. Mike Talkman is still a very important asset right now with a lot of control left in his career. And if you go back to who he was in 2019 and give him a mulligan on 2020, you're not just pulling the plug on Mike Talkman. So I actually think Talkman is still the guy who has the edge over Dietrich for that final bench spot. And with the idea that Urshela is the guy they can use at shortstop in a short you know, in a, in a short one, one day a week, maybe, um, to spell, uh, Glaber Torres, um, instead of having a true backup shortstop on the roster. And your tweet is what caused me to text you. And you brought up the fact that would you be able to run 10 days or two straight weeks with Urshela at shortstop if Torres got injured? The answer is no, you'd never want to do that. But if it is an injury that requires way, uh, Torres to go on the IL, and you call up Wade. Right. You'd have to make a quick decision. It's none of these, we're going to let Glaber sit for three or four days and decide if this is a three or four day thing or a 10 day thing. You'd have to say, hey, this is a 10 day thing. We got to get a shortstop. And that's what really made me start to think what if it is one of these two, three, four day things where you're just kind of waiting and it's not a disabling injury, it's not an injured list situation. And you've got to make a decision on who to play for about three days. I know, you know, people I've talked to the last few days uh, about it, just, you know, actually, I shouldn't say last few days, since, you know, today, because Urshela played shortstop today. There doesn't seem to be a comfort level with anybody of Urshela playing for, you know, more than a day here and there. Um, and I guess this is something we'll see how much more often that they play over the course of these next two weeks. And it's kind of an interesting thing. We, we wring our hands over the final bench spot when in the end, you and I both know this is a guy that gets like four at-bats you know, every two weeks. And if the stars don't play and play well, you know, the team has, you know, that's the issue the team would have, not whether or not their bench players are doing what they're supposed to. But Sweeney, this is what's great about the sport we cover. And football writers and basketball writers, maybe they could argue with me, but... I don't know that there's this much debate about the 52nd or third in on an NFL roster. Whereas in baseball, you're absolutely right. There are people, 
I, Bob Lorenz and I in the studio used to chuckle a little bit about fans' passion for Ronald Torres. Yeah. And they, they would be going crazy. And I, and I appreciated the passion, but I would sometimes say to people on Twitter, you realize we're, we're talking about the 24th, 25th spot. But again, we're, you and I are doing the same thing right now, and I, I find it fascinating. And by the way, a little offshoot of this, and I know this will make some of your listeners happy and will make most of the Twitter world happy. I fully understand the rationale of, in this day and age, there are going to be no Cal Ripkins. And a guy probably, according to the science and according to the studies that they do, will be more productive if he plays 145 as opposed to playing 160. But Cleaver Torres is 24 years old. He shouldn't. He needs a backup, but he shouldn't need much of a backup. Yeah. And I'm looking at the schedule. The first two weeks of the season, the Yankees have three days off. So that gives that also, Sweeney, you and I are talking about this now. This could change two weeks into the season. This could be they go into the season. They 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 could try the Urshela as a backup and say this doesn't work. We'll bring up Wade, but I think this buys them some time. I think Wade having an option and the ability to send him down. I think this buys them some time to go down this road. I like your rationale for it. I also she you know, I always feel the need to point out every once in a while that you know there is a certain segment of people who think that the backup shortstop needs to be Derek Jeter quality. Those types of players don't happen, you know, and you don't have a triple-A roster or an alternate set roster full of future Hall of Famers and All-Stars. I mean, those are those are the players that get shuttled in and out for a reason. I want to switch over to the fifth starter, which is kind of interesting because both Domingo Herman and Davey Garcia are pitching very well. There are others in the mix, but would you agree that it's basically going to, going to come down to a decision between one of those two guys? I would, but I also wouldn't eliminate the fact, Sweeney, that you might see a sixth starter at some point, mm-hmm. or you might see guys piggybacking each other in games. I think they're going to be really careful with innings. But to me, again, because Garcia has options, it's Herman, and Herman has earned it. We all know why he was suspended. We all know that those actions were horrible. We all know that that is something that is going to stain his career and is going to hover over him. Now that he has served his suspension and talking about him from a baseball perspective, he's looked terrific. He's been the Yankees' best starting pitcher. That curveball has been terrific. Nice changeup. He's got life on the fastball. Again, I'm going to name drop. I was talking to Paul O'Neill today, and he's doing a game for us next week, and so we were talking about some of the, the games we've both seen so far, and he was just enthused in talking about how good Herman has looked. And this is a guy who obviously won a batting title, has over 2,000 career hits, and he just said, he's nasty out there. He's an uncomfortable at-bat. And you're going to have a situation, as you kind of alluded to, where, you know, whether it's the first couple of weeks here, all season long, you're going to drop guys in. You're going to have different, you know, you're going to have an injury situation at some point. You're going to need not six starters, seven starters. You're probably going to need nine, 10, 11 starters at some point, especially the way this team and probably every other team really is designing their their pitching plan for the season. Drop guys in. I mean, David Cohn was on with Ed Coleman and I over the weekend, and I mean, you wrote the book with David Cohn, literally, right? Uh, and he talked about the the biggest factor just being um, rest between starts is the best thing to, for a pitcher to uh, to prevent injury and and you know keep the the season going on for them so and going back to something an old Mel Stottlemyer thing that they used to work on so dropping guys in extra rest here and there it's going to be a season-long plan 
It is. I think a major league team probably looks at the puzzle for the season of being about 1,500 innings. And Sweeney, I think it's going to be fascinating to see how all of these teams plug in those 1,500 innings. If I'm an organization like the Yankees, Garrett Cole, I'm not worried about him going from whatever he threw last year, 80 innings or so, to 200 innings. It's Jordan Montgomery. It's the aforementioned Herman. Herman said in his press conference the other day he's thinking about 150 innings. That's great and good for him, but you've got to keep an eye on him, and he hasn't pitched in over a year, and you, you've got to watch him. So Coney, of course, when it comes to pitching, is absolutely right. It's going to be some of that rest that is going to help these guys when you get to September and October. And they're going to have to – there's going to be tough decisions because you and I both know that we're going to say they're going to skip him this series coming up, and you know now is the time that they have to throw this kid from – they're going to bring Nick Nelson up to start this game and give Corey Kluber a day off. There's a lot of – again, we wring our hands about a lot of different things. In the end, you know, it's about building it for the six-month, 162-game season, not particularly that week or that series. Right. Projections like Pakoda have the Yankees as the best team in the American League, and they are going to do things exactly along the lines of what you just said. Kluber coming back from the injuries that he's had, Tyone with the two Tommy John surgeries. You absolutely... You want to be careful with those guys in April, May, and June so you do get what you need from them in September and October. And, Sweeney, it's interesting as we sit here, and I know there are question marks in the Yankees rotation. Brian Cashman has acknowledged that. But if if they get effective pitching from all the guys we've just talked about, how about when Severino comes back? Yeah. And then what's your rotation? Who gets squeezed out then? And let's just say their, their five-man was Cole, Kluber, Tyone, Montgomery, Herman with Garcia lurking. Severino comes back. Does Herman become sort of Chad Green 2 in the bullpen for you, which could be very intriguing? Great and point. Option for a guy who hasn't pitched in over a year. So that's way down the road, but it's something fun to think about. It's a great point. Uh, Jack Curry, Yes Network's next broadcast on TV is when? Monday, March 22nd. Hey, Sterling 2. That's right. That's right. That was a lot of fun on Monday to watch, and uh, they do it again next week. So that's fantastic. And, of course, opening day is April 1st. Uh, You can follow all of Jack's coverage on YesNetwork.com and obviously on pre- and post-game and in-game analysis all season long as well. I'm sure you guys have a lot of great stuff leading up to opening day and a big opening day planned as well. And, uh, hey, maybe we'll all see each other out at the ballpark again one day real soon. That would be a lot of fun. Jack, thanks for giving me a couple of minutes here, and uh, we will check out all of that stuff. I want to remind you guys to go to the WFAN Baseball Insiders page on your podcast platforms, on Radio.com, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get them. Subscribe. You'll get My Yankees Reports, Ed Coleman's Mets Reports as well. Subscribe, review, and get them delivered to you daily. Thanks for checking in. Don't forget to check out Jack Curry on the Yes Network and at YesNetwork.com. I'm Sweeney Murdy. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.